0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Principles Podcast. And today, I have a very good friend of mine, Josh. Welcome, brother. Hey, glad to be here. 100%. So uh, tell me a little bit more about you, man. I've heard a lot of great things. You know, we've we discussed in a few scenarios, but I know that your story is very captivating, and I'd love to hear more about your story.
1: Well, thank you, Kane. I, um, first off, I want to say I respect what you're doing. I respect you. your, uh, basically, your come-from-in-life and that your main uh, focus is to give. Mm. So, yes, you're building businesses, your focus is giving back, and that's extraordinary, especially for being someone that's so young. So,
0: thank you, brother. It means a, a lot coming from somebody like you.
1: So I, you know, I got my start in business mainly because I made a lot of mistakes when I was younger. You know, so didn't graduate high school. Wow. I uh, got in trouble with the law, and so by the time I think my brain turned on around 22 years old, I'm like, I I really got to go do something, but no one would hire me. Uh, so you know, I, I worked in this machine shop cleaning floors and i got introduced to the idea of free enterprise Mm. business ownership yeah in fact uh, i heard about a book called think and grow rich
0: it changed my life
1: changed my life Uh, and i learned that if you can focus on building something for you you know your life will be way better so i started down that journey because at the end of the day thoughts are things what you think about truly becomes your reality and one of the most magnificent things that i've discovered in the 46 years i've been on this earth is that genuinely whatever reality you create in your mind you can eventually walk towards and exist Mm. in and that's amazing because i i I believe we're created yes we're we're a creation and i believe that we can co-create yes we can create the environment now a lot of people think that's hocus pocus but one like my mentor said he said no it's it's hocus focus wow so if you focus on it for real like really focus on a particular destination that you want to get to and then you're willing to put in the work every day consistently eventually you can get there
0: 100 percent. so so you started off when you're about 22 after getting in trouble with the law got interested by free enterprise and business then what
1: so my, my first introduction into free enterprise was through network marketing or multi-level marketing mm-hmm. direct sales whatever you want to call it and that has a pretty interesting uh uh, perspective from a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. Oh, that's a scam. That's a pyramid yeah. company. That's this. That's that. And, and you know, there a lot of people are right yeah. because a lot of companies are scams. A lot of people. A lot. Of, but I, there's there's bad things in all yeah. industries. All industries. Correct. Insurance, banking, uh, <laughs> Wall Street. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, medical industry. Yeah. You name the industry, and there's horrible people but there's mm. also amazing people 100%. and so i was fortunate to find some amazing people in the network marketing profession that had really accomplished some extraordinary successes and i was uh, i was able to get introduced to that process uh, with a company called prepaid legal services it was essentially a, a way for people that didn't have money for attorneys to get access to the legal system mm. and in, in the united states where where i live uh that's important yes and so Uh, I got started. It it didn't happen overnight. It took several years of just consistent, steady effort. And uh, I finally started becoming successful, uh, monetarily speaking. But more importantly, I I developed skills. Mm. uh, One of my early mentors, Jim Rohn, said, work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Because if you work hard on uh, yourself, you know, you take you, you take you everywhere. If you work hard just on your job, yeah, you'll make some money, but you'll never grow. Yeah. And I heard it. I heard it said you know, some people will say, "Well, I've got five years experience in this thing, or I've got ten years experience in this." But the reality is, they typically only have one year experience, replicated five times. Wow. They never stopped, They never stopped, or they never started growing. They they stopped at some point, and you know what? They were just doing a paycheck. They were just going, showing up, doing whatever they had to do to not get fired
0: mm. and then
1: go home to do what they wanted to do rather than trying to learn all that they can for that job. For example, I tell my son, you know, son, it's not the job. It's you, whatever you do, do the best that you possibly can at that thing because mm. we can get to, we can get distracted by the fact, well, this is, I'm just cleaning floors, or I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm just taking out the trash or I'm just, you're not just everything you do matters. and how you do one thing is typically how you do everything everything.
0: correct no that's crazy man you know i I think you, you you said something that stuck out to me you you worked years and years of consistency before you became financially successful nowadays in my generation with my age range of people people will try things for one two three max like six months and then give up so i think the difference between our generations is you guys truly learned to work hard and you guys had more patience. With the era of internet and, um, you know, there's the pros and cons of everything, right, with technology, but the attention span and patience has gone down massively within my generation, which leads to mental illnesses, which, in my opinion, I think, you know, if you just practice meditation and have a higher belief and a higher power, the mental illness is basically gone, right? And do agreed, some ice baths every single day, right? Um, but the attention span has really gone down uh, you know, being an OG in the game, what would you say to some people that are feeling, uh, you know, that, that that they don't have enough patience and they want success and they truly want it, but they're, they're, the patience aspect isn't there? What would you have to say about patience and success?
1: You know, we don't know what we don't know. And so without having a quality mentorship or a father or someone mm. who really has been there, and I say a father lightly because sometimes fathers just don't know. And a father figure. A father figure. Yes. But a father figure who's actually been down the road mm-hmm. and is and has achieved something, who's willing to reach back and say, "Look, here's how you get there. Yeah. You know, there's potholes here. There's a cliff over there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some snakes over here. Watch out for this." A lot of people, unfortunately, in the world today, are just kind of wandering aimlessly, like the Israelites in the in the desert. They're just they don't they don't know where they're going. And if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So, the challenge with Um, people thinking that we can get things super fast is we sometimes see that in social media. We Mm. sometimes see that, uh, you know, because we're watching an environment that's not truly real. People are presenting the best parts of themselves, or in a lot of cases they're presenting a facade. They're Mm. presenting something that's not real in order to uh, fool someone into thinking they are somewhere they're not. So they'll gather followers so they can monetize that in some way. So, if you just look at nature, I think this is probably the best way to look at look at what God created. Mm. Right? Look at look at life. Let's say uh, say farming for example. Now m- most people aren't farmers, I know that, but I think most of us have the intellectual capacity to realize what yes. that is, right? What is it? It's seed, all right, soil, sunshine, and rain. That's what it is. So you take a seed, you plant it in the in the soil, you water it, you let the sun do its thing, and over time what happens is before the uh, plant comes out of the ground, whether it's a tree or it's a a bush or whatever it is, it's growing what? Roots. Roots. See, it's growing the roots to build a foundation to support the growth. So sometimes we don't see, right? Because we're we're in the root phase and we don't see it. We're we're walking out to the field and we're watering and the stupid seed isn't growing. There's nothing coming out. You know, and, And then we leave the field. When we didn't see the root structure that was building, and sometimes the bigger the root structure, stronger the the, stru- like the the more growth you can achieve. Like I heard about this Chinese bamboo that you know it, it it'll grow root structure for five years before it peaks its little you know stem out of the ground. But once it does, it shoots up a hundred feet in ninety days. So massive growth. And it seems like an overnight success if you didn't see the root structure for the previous yeah. five years. So. Uh, if, if I go to something simpler like corn, even corn has a ninety-day gestation period. Meaning, I plant the corn seed, I water it, and I take care of it and I nurture it, but I don't receive results for ninety days. I'm not able to like pick the corn and eat it for ninety days after I plant the seed. I give you another analogy: working out. I mean, would anybody? I think all of us would agree that if you did push-ups every day and sit-ups every day and squats every day. That over a three year period of time, it would make a major difference in your life. Yes. Right? Physically, yes. You, yes. you could look in the mirror and see something different. Yeah. What most people do is they'll uh, decide that they're gonna exercise. Maybe they get a gym membership, maybe they, they just decide to work out at home, or however they do it, they start working out. And after the first day, if they really give it all they had, right? They they don't quit when it gets tough, they don't quit when they start sweating, they really push through, right? Uh, they, they get the 25 push ups and their arms are shaking, right? Mm. But they do it because they're determined uh, and, and they, they get through a good, solid hour workout. The next day, if they haven't worked out much, all they feel is pain. They see no results. They look in the mirror, nothing. It's like, they, they don't have the pecs. don't no, yeah. it's Schwarzenegger. They're not yeah. looking like that, right? Yeah. And so it's, that's the same in business. It's the same in anything that you're pursuing, whether it's learning a language, whether it's learning any subject material, you're going to have pain and discomfort at first And that deters people. And if they feel that for a long enough period of time, they say, well, this isn't working. And again, they leave the field. So if you're going to work out for a week, work out for a month, you're not going to see the results. You may start feeling something different, but you don't really see results for 90 days or so. And they may not be the results you want, depending on the shape that you're actually in, the physical condition that you have uh, up until that point of your life. But after three consistent years, it's night and day. Wow. So if you take that philosophy to anything you do, and you and I, I'll couple that with what I said in the beginning, do everything to the best of your ability, because everywhere you go, there you are, and it just creates this pattern of excellence, this pattern yes. of you
0: becoming more, and that's
1: more important than whatever you get. 100%, man.
0: No, I, I love the analogy that you used of planting, right? Like, you know, that thought that you have, that vision is a seed, and you have to put it on the dirt and water it. And all that time and effort that goes where the where the the you know the sprouts are, are spreading, you may not see it above the surface level, but it starts within, and then we start to grow into a big, huge tree of success. But too often, people only look at the surface level, but it starts within, and that's why with me and my journey to personal development, I understand that that you know the achievement of one's goals is the development of who they are like you can't you can't have something you've never had if you're if you if you you know don't change something you've never done right and right. uh being able to level up and change your life and you know match that frequency of the person that is deserving of that and putting in enough action that a person that let's say you know wants a million dollars matching that uh, in reality is is very key when it comes to success and, and achieving your goals you know
1: agreed that's the most important thing It's like,
0: you know, the bigger the
1: goal, the bigger, the bigger the challenge. Yeah. You know, my, my mentor said, um, you know, you can judge the size of the man by the size of the problem it, it it takes to knock him out. Wow. So, and if you want a big, if you want to earn big money, you got to solve big problems. And so think about that. I, I, this used to drive me when I was younger, when, when some, when I ran into a, a brick wall, for example, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, hypothetically speaking, yes. right, I, I around the wall, I, I I don't know where to go, and I'm like, man, I, I I don't know if I can solve this. And all of us have experienced that to some yes. degree, right, in yes. our lives. Like, ah. and then I'm ready to quit because I'm like, I just I can't do it, I can't do it anymore. I just I don't know yeah. how to how to solve this problem. And then I would think, is this is this the side? Is this the problem that's going to knock me out? Is this the one that's going to make me quit on my dreams and my goals and wow. my family? Wow. Nope. And it's either over, under, through, or I'll blow the damn thing up. I'm going to get through it. And with that, I I can promise you this, you know, Cain, having that attitude in life has served me so incredibly well. It's that tenacity. It's that Mm. dogged determination that I will not quit no matter what. Now, the path may change, meaning that it's not the set of the sail that determines Right, uh, well, it's not. It's not the. Uh, it, it's not the direction of the wind, right? That determines our destination. It's the set of the sail. So we set our sail, and we may come into a, a a situation where we were like looking at an island, or we just have to set it and move around it. So maybe we have to change our path because something came, you know, into our path that we didn't uh, anticipate. We mm-hmm. weren't counting on, and we could we could quit there, or we could say, you know what, let me just change this direction, that direction, and sometimes that's in a business. I, I'll give you an example there's many companies I've started and when I started the company I was certain I was going to get to where I wanted to go and all that was was a stepping stone to the next company yes but but the destination was the same you know I didn't change the destination I didn't change the goal but I maybe had to change
0: the vehicle Mm, that is so that is so key hundred percent what are some of the hardest lessons that you've learned because i always you know when we sat down i think a few weeks ago when you came down here i had asked you you know what advice would you give to your 24-year-old self because you know you're a very successful businessman you've been through the ups and downs of life what are some of the biggest or hardest lessons that you've learned so our listeners who are mostly my age and younger you know would would uh could, could take value from you know
1: that's such a broad question I, i'll The first thing that comes to my mind is that, you know, when you start this journey, you're, in any business that you're in or any endeavor, whether it's a career, uh, it's some passion that you have in in music or art, you're going down a journey and and you're going to meet people that uh, will befriend you. And a lot of times those people will betray you. And that's very painful. It's one of those painful things to do. And uh, The tendency is to close up, to say, well, that's how people are. This is how the world is. And I'm, I'm just going to either be like that or I'm going to push everyone away. And one of the lessons I learned is I don't want to change me. I'm mm. going to live open still. And it's that person's loss. And also that, you know, I used to think they did it to me, like they were trying to hurt me. And, you know, rarely that happens. Sometimes it's true. There's yeah. everyone's, while, well, you meet some evil, yeah. actual evil 100%. people, but th- there's not that many of them. You know, most people, they, they do it because they're insecure. They do yes. it because yeah, they're selfish. Or they And it's not like they're trying to do it to you. They're just trying to do for them. Mm. And just forgive it. Let it go and move wow. forward. Because if you hold on to that pain, if you hold on to that, you know, that betrayal, it's like drinking a cup of poison, hoping the other person dies. You yeah. know, because you're just poisoning yourself. You're stewing it. It's like, you know what? Learn the lesson, forgive and move forward. Wow. So that would be one. Two would be, you know, pay yourself first. You know, every dollar that comes in, every mark, every yen, every, you know, B, yeah. wh- whatever your nation's currency is, take 10% of that and pay yourself and keep it. There's a there's a great book by Prophet Richard Clason called uh, the richest man in Babylon. Oh yes,
0: I read that one. Richest too. man in Babylon. Yeah,
1: uh, great book. If you want to go into this a little bit further, I suggest you get that book. But pay yourself first, and and then you know, ten percent you should give no matter what. No matter give ten percent, you know, tithe it, and it doesn't mean you have to give it to a church or an organization. Although I I, I like doing that, but uh, give. Just give. The more you give, the more you get. And I'll give you an example, Ken. One of my mentors, Paul Meyer, right. Um, at the end of his life, I met him. I had the great fortune of uh, being a part of one of his sales organizations, and one of the things I wanted to do was spend some time with him. And he was so enthusiastic about giving. He's like, Josh, I can't give it away fast enough. Like he's at the end of his <laughs> wow. life, all he's trying to do is give his fortune away. And he's like, the more I give, the more I get, and. This was his key phrase in it. It hung up in his, uh, his um, like he had this huge museum thing, it said, uh, he said, everything is God's, by right of creation. I am just a steward. Wow. And you know, he meant it. He really meant it, and he lived that way. So if you, I, I'll say this, because I've been up and down, I've been homeless three times in my life. Really? Yeah. Wow. And people ask, well, how do you get back on top of it? Because it's hard to go from having something to nothing and back. And I say, because I'm I'm not attached to the material. Mm. I'm a steward. Mm. When I have it, you know, it's not mine. It's not mine. You know, uh, if you have a girl, she's not yours. If you're a girl and you have a guy, that's not, it's not yours, right? You are a steward of these things. And if you want more, just handle those things as best you can. Wow. Because in the end, you know, it it all goes back in the box. You know, you're, we're here for a moment. So I've really, I've really, I've really embodied that, that, You know, everything is God's, by right of creation. I'm a steward and my job is to do good with what I have. And I must admit, I haven't always done that. You know, I've failed many, many times, but ultimately I come back to center and go, you know, this stuff's not mine. So I'm not attached to the materialistic stuff. So sometimes when you encounter challenges and for the young people, especially because a lot of you guys right now, you're in a really strange time. We're in a huge transition.
0: It is crazy. Uh,
1: A massive shift of wealth. So. A lot of people, you know, if you don't have any previous experience of this, it's it's nuts. And sometimes making a lot of money early in your life can be a curse, not yes. a blessing. Yes. Because if you haven't quickly grown to become the person some, yes. the person you need to be to handle that, it will hurt. It's like a razor blade in the hand of a baby. Mm. Right. It could be dangerous. So, You know, that same razor blade or a scalpel in the hand of a skilled surgeon can save life, but wow. that scalpel in the hand of a baby can do some damage. Wow. So money is a tool and it's not about the money. Money money's whatever we agree it to be. It's about the person you become in the process. So if you happen to have been fortunate and made a lot of money early, do yourself the biggest favor, do the favor, do a favor for your family and the people that love you, grow, spend time just studying to be a better man, to be a better woman, to be a
0: better person. Because the more you grow, the more you'll get and the better steward you'll be. So, you know, I heard some analogies that you use about God and stuff. Are you religious? I don't know if I'm religious, but I believe in God. You believe in God. I believe and, in God. And what would you say a belief in God or a higher power, uh, what would you say How the imp- importance of that on the journey to success? What would you What would you have to say about that?
1: For me personally, it's quintessential, meaning it's it's paramount. Mm. Uh, everything is God. I mean, like we come from there. I, I believe we are creation. We are created. We're 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 spirit beings living in a in a, this yes. avatar, this yes. this body that exactly. we get to exist on this this plane. And you know, for for me, like when I surrender to that, and it's not easy to do. No, like when I'm on my knees, right? I feel the most peace. And when I'm, and and then when I stay in that energy success is like it just flows it only becomes when i start to think it's all about me and i'm trying to do it on my own that life starts to get very difficult and you know for for those of you that don't know much about a spiritual journey or you you don't know what's going on here's my suggestion read everything that you can Mm. read it all you know don't take someone's word for it don't take my word for it don't take kane's word for it study for yourself study the Quran, study the Bible, study the Torah, study every spiritual, every everything you can, you're just gonna grow, and never be afraid to challenge your belief system.
0: Question everything.
1: Que- question everything. It, it, it only is gonna make you better. And yeah. here's what, I, what I've learned. It just strengthens my belief. Yes. And then sometimes I go, all right, well, I was wrong. You know, wow, I didn't know that. I got new information. Don't be afraid to let that go. Sometimes so many of us are so stuck in a dogma or so Mm. possessed by an ideology that we don't even like. It's not serving us, but it's programmed in our mind because we haven't broken out of it. And the way to break out of it is truly stop listening to everyone around you. Start going internal and study for yourself. That for me set me free and put me on this path.
0: Yeah. When it comes to knowledge, you know, I've, I've, I, I spent before I had made money, I probably spent like three years reading all the self-development books. And uh, a lot of people are like, how are you so wise? It's like, cause I learned, right? Knowledge is power. And, and in this information age it's really an information war against us and they're trying to feed us the wrong information disinformation when it comes to absolutely everything i think it honestly is a spiritual war against us it is a physical war against us we're being poisoned from every way shape and form and it's truly something that you need to empower yourself and dig into yourself and question where do your beliefs come from because a lot of us have been implanted with the beliefs, whether it's from our parents, whether it's from people at school, whether it's from the entertainment industry. And you have to question where these beliefs spawn from. And you also have to understand that, you know, the devil speaks in your voice, but the angel is the voice from afar. And that's something that I learned uh, while trying to deal with my, you know, with my anger and, and temptations, right? Like the devil speaks in your voice and you'll hear it loud and clear. But that voice from afar is the one you need to listen to. The quiet voice. Yes.
1: You know, it's like um, the devil comes to you beautiful. Yeah. Lucifer is beautiful, Mm -hmm. not ugly. When we think, oh, I'm going to see it right away. It's like we envision like this, you know, horned beast that's ugly and dripping and smelly. And that's not not how it comes to us. No. So I would say prize, if you can guard your heart.
0: Yes. Guard
1: your heart. Make your character you know, the foundation of your journey in entrepreneurship or building a career or even if you're a you know, a micro entrepreneur or you're even a part of someone else's company and there's nothing wrong with that. A lot there's of times nothing. I think these younger guys are like I have to be an entrepreneur, Mm-mm. I have to be being an entrepreneur is one of the hardest it sucks. It's, <laughs> I, it's, it's like you work harder than everybody else. You're the last person to eat. You're the last person to get paid if you're doing it right. It's not for everyone, and and it's not, it's like I know people who and I used to I used to like think employees are stupid, you know, because I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, yeah. I'm a business. Yeah, I was like, how dumb was that when I was younger? I know a lot of people who've worked for other companies, worked for good guys like you, Kane, who's learned and grown and and became wealthy as a result of attaching themselves to somebody or a, an organization that's going somewhere and then just ha- practicing proper money management, Yeah. having a financial intelligence oh and then investing goodness. properly. And that's even a safer way to do it. Being an entrepreneur is, man, you're risking, the risk at yeah. it all. It's either feast or famine. You're either going to be wealthy or <laughs> homeless. Yeah. And, you know, so, uh, you know, don't, don't be hard on yourself. If for right now, at this phase of your life, you have to be an employee, you have to work for somebody, but, Here's what I would suggest: If you have to work for someone, find someone who's really doing it. You know, someone like Kane. I, I'd say uh, Kane. if Thank you, if, I've looked, You're doing it. You're, you're sharp. You have your head. You have a good head on your shoulders. You're moving in the right direction. You actually care Thank about you. people. So if you find someone like that, you can work with them, and their goal is to lift you up, mm. and you can learn all that you can, and do it. Do the best you can for that job. Pretend it's your business. Work for it like it's your business. And I can tell you what the blessings that will pour from that. You can't even imagine. It's
0: crazy, and something that you said that stood out to me also a couple of weeks ago when we when we sat down. I asked you uh, some advice, and you said, "You know, spend second and third generation money." And at first, I didn't really understand it, but. Uh, and it is a, it is something that I did for a very long time, spending first generation money, spending earned income. And I think financial literacy is something you have to really search for to learn. You need to learn from people that have done it or you need to learn from books, right? And uh, a big thing that I could recommend to entrepreneurs nowadays, especially if you're making some money right now, is to invest into in, invest into things and then spend your second generation third generation money it is absolutely crucial because if you were never taught that as a kid because our I mean I was an immigrant family my family was always in a scarcity mindset survival right, right? so they didn't be, were they were unable to learn about compound interest or passive income and right. stuff like that but I had a great life so always you know financial financial empowerment is definitely key and it's it's something that we're trying to do within our platforms I know you have an educational platform I do too as well and another thing that I wanted to add to all of my entrepreneurs my life truly changed when I stopped focusing on dollars and started focusing on impact
1: That, that that's the key right there you know if you if you chase money money will flee from you mm. money's attracted to purpose money's attracted to drive to uh, energy and, and You know, when I was seeking money in my early life, because, you know, for a lot of people who are listening, probably maybe you're like Cain and I, you didn't come from much, you didn't come from money. And so, you know, that's what you want because you think that money's going to solve the problem. And it's not. It's not what you get. It's who you become in the process that's most valuable. And once you learn that, you realize that money's pretty simple to uh, accumulate, pretty simple to earn. The next step. And this took me a while to learn, and Kane. I know you got you're way ahead of the the ball game on this. Is take that money and invest it. You know, live way beneath your means. Mm -hmm. The tendency is when we're young and we first started making money is to buy all the things that we think make us look rich or make us feel rich. Or I accomplished it. I want to get the Rolex. I want to get the car. I want to get the house. And those things are nice. Don't get me wrong. I like those things too. But you should do that last. I could tell you I'd be worth 10 times what I'm worth today had I just done that earlier. Wow. Had I had I practiced, you know, um, self-discipline and delayed gratification. That's huge. Because just because you can buy the watch, just because you can buy the car doesn't mean you should. If, if you take that same capital and put it to work for you whether it's in real estate or whether it's in a different asset category that you're familiar with whether it's crypto or it's you know i don't want to give out financial advice yeah. uh, but what i can tell you is take that money and put it to work for you and then that money starts making you money that money you can spend mm. although i'd recommend against it what i'd recommend is you take that second generation money because first generation money's earned income whether that's profits from a company that you started or it's your salary or whatever that first income is first generation you take that money and you or that capital you put it to work for you that capital will generate what's called second generation money that you can spend because you're not killing the goose that lays the golden wow. egg wow yeah now if you spend third generation money, now you're looking out into the future. So you're you're now building a financial fortress around your family
0: that nothing and no one can penetrate. That's absolutely amazing, man. Honestly, Josh, thank you so much for coming on. You have given so much game in such a short period of time, and you know to all the viewers, you know search them up. What's your Instagram? Joshua Denny D E N N E like the restaurant. Well, or the
1: restaurant, but no why. Uh, Joshua Denny, D. E. Yes, he, he
0: has an amazing story, guys. You guys better follow him. And, you know, thank you so much for taking the time today. You've given a lot of value and you've definitely taught me a lot.
1: Hey, I'm honored. It's been a pleasure. Okay, thank I you, look buddy. forward to many more conversations.
0: 100%. Cool.